Hello. 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 It's me. Was it me you're looking for? I was wondering if after all the time. Remember when that was with Keely's first act? I wasn't around, but I remember hearing about it. Oh my god, that was before your time? It was prehistoric. Oh, you know what? No, you're not wrong, because I that was definitely, like, close to when Keely turned 25. Mm, yeah. Keely's older than you. Keely is older than me. Yeah, so By that was... Years. I don't remember. It, like, blows my mind a little bit how long ago some of that stuff was. Like, that was, like, a whole different part of my life. Right. It's weird. Time is fucking weird. Yeah, it's really weird. The years start coming and they don't stop coming. They really don't stop coming. No, they just <laughs> keep doing it. Like, I remember, like, when Skip and I were dating in college, but we already were talking about getting married, I would, like, see, like, ads for, like, like appliances, you know, where they're like, and make no payments until blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And I would sit there and be like, wow, I could order a new washer and dryer and I wouldn't start paying for it until I was married. <laughs> like, like, I just like that was like so wild to me that that was like in my future. And like, yeah. those years like went felt like they went really slow because I was like thinking about this future thing that was coming and like we were long distance for a year and a half. And then we got married. And it was like, like light speed. Right. It's crazy. I think post-college everything moves wildly fast yeah like it's such a dramatic change i don't know why that is that's weird i always think about like christmas it used to take like ages for christmas to happen right anytime christmas was over i was like oh my god i'm gonna be dragged through mud for another year before i can have christmas again but now it's like I mean, like, I, just, Christ. <laughs> I am still like, oh, what year is it? 2023? Wow, that's wild. That sounds like a future number. I can't believe it's 2023. Yeah. And it's about to be fucking 2024. I just, I still think it's like 2016. Yeah. No, I I look at my, my pool trophy that has the year on it, and I'm just like, that looks like a silly future year. Like, that's not Yeah, real. like weird. Think about the year like 2040. It's like, what? But that's only like 16 ish years away. Yeah. Like, that's, you do those things that are like, oh, if that better. 70s show came out today, it would be like that 2000s show. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. It's insane. Um, anyway. <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes I think that's really spooky. <laughs> spooky time is spooky. Is it spooky, spooky season? season. Yeah. You're still to do the intro. <laughs> uh, per usual. <laughs> yeah, we've been going through a phase lately where we struggle with the intro. It's interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Do we feel ready? I feel ready. Okay, let's dive in. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Kai. I'm getting a little drunk. And I'm a little high. And this is why we need weird. That's right. We're back. We're back. Hooray. It's here. It's here. It's here. It arrived. And we're ready. Mostly. Kind of. 
Kind of. We're getting there. <laughs> we're trying to be ready. We're in it. We're in it, and we're getting ready. We're trying. Yeah. Yeah. Irene, we're what are you prepping. crying about? What is it? What is it, baby? Usually when she cries like this, there's a bug, and it's too close to the ceiling for her to get, and she's upset. Oh, yeah, that's hard. It's a hard knock life sometimes. It is, man. Life's full of frustration and disappointment, even if you're a cat. And, like, you literally get to, like, sleep and, like, everything's handed to you. You still can't escape suffering. You can't always get the bugs. It is the it is the lot of, of living beings to suffer. Not only to suffer, but also to experience tremendous transcendent joy and pleasure. Uh, but, like, the suffering, man. You, got, you can't get out of it. It's there. It's looming. And that is spooky. (laughs) Unfortunate. Well, today we're talking about... We're kind of talking about some suffering. At some point. You know, some suffering into the light. Yeah. It is better. People suffer in this film. Mm Mm-hmm. They do. They suffer Uh, in a lot of different ways. They do. This is true. There's all sorts of levels, variations of their suffering. And you might think we're talking about a really serious movie. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what we're also, talking about... You might not think that. You might know us too well to think or that. you might not know. You might not think <laughs> that. But if it's you're true. new to the pod, you might think that. You might think that. We are <laughs> really getting deep here. But what we did is we went back to the year 1998. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Um, I think that was how the jingle went. Wow. And here it comes. Ba-ba-dum! 13 Nights of Halloween. Halloween Town. Woo! Now, I had never seen this movie before. This movie was not a part of my childhood because I, we weren't a Disney Channel family. We couldn't afford it. <laughs> Ah, uh, I see. Well, I mean, I, I think we could have afforded it. It was just, like, not a priority for my parents. Yeah. That tracks. My, for some reason, my family did choose to have the Disney Channel, which I'm grateful for. And to be honest, I didn't, this wasn't one that I, like, watched all the time. I think I watched it maybe once. Um, But I remembered it coming around every year. And I don't know, I feel like I wasn't, I just, like, wasn't that interested. Or if for some reason I wasn't, like, it wasn't a favorite of my mother's. She didn't like when there were children with bad attitudes. Oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense, yeah. They have been, like, not really heavily encouraging this movie. I don't really remember. Did your family, but your family was, like, cool with Halloween. They were fine with Halloween. My mom didn't ever want me to be something, like, scary or, you know, devilish, I think. Mm -hmm. But I was like, that's too basic anyway. Everyone does that shit. Yeah, you want to do something cool. Yeah. I definitely went back and forth between wanting to be, like, something scary and having, like, a different idea entirely. When I was little, my grandma made me an octopus costume. It was purple with green spots. That's adorable. It was so neat. I had my eight legs and everything. And then... I, like, went out on Halloween trick-or-treat, and everyone thought I was Barney because I was purple and green. No. Oh, I was so mad. It was, like, my first experience as a frustrated artist. That is really rude. I feel like we've all had a moment. I can't think of a specific moment 
that I can remember where I've had someone think that I'm something that I am not, but I know I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. And it is so rude. Mm-hmm. One year I was a hermit crab. That's so cute. Oh yeah, my mom and I had fun coming up with that one. We had like a laundry basket that we like wrapped in a sheet and we sort of swirled it. Uh-huh. And then I had on red oven mitts and red tights and then we like stuffed more red tights and like attached them for the extra legs and then I had on a red ski mask and we put the stock eyes on it. That's very that's it was very pretty good if I do say so myself. I bet it was. Yeah. I bet it was adorable. How old were you? I was I feel like I wonder if mom remembers. I feel like I was like 10 or 12. Okay. Because it was, yeah, I think that sounds right. Like I wasn't super little. But young enough. Mm-hmm. It's cute in any way. Yeah. But anyway, the kids in this movie are not allowed to go trick-or-treating or celebrate Halloween in any way. And here we have our first example of suffering. <laughs> Yes, they they are suffering so They're much. Suffering. Uh, they're, they're really suffering. upset. The oldest child, I can't even remember her name right now. She is suffering to the point of out outlash. She's outlashing. Yeah. She's also a teenager. She's 13. Uh, what a rough time. And she just can't handle being told what to do. And she does say, so it opens as as I think Emily said Sometimes I forget things that happened right now. <laughs> um, but it opens, they're grumpy because they're suffering through their lack of Halloween experience and they're watching through the window and the door, all the kids having fun. And is it Marnie? Is that her name? I think so, which is an interesting Marnie? name. It is an interesting name. The oldest child, Marnie, who is 13, is like, just let me go out one time, blah, 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 blah. And she says, I think I'm old enough to make my own choices. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm 13. I'm practically grown up. Yeah. And then she's trying to get her friends to back her up, which, like, never works. She's no. like, right, guys, right, guys? And then one looks to the other, and she's like, is there an age for that? And I thought that was funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> that feels like such a thing as a child. It's like, and even now, I'm like, should I be allowed to make the choices I'm making? Should I have somebody that helps me? Right? Like, someone should step in at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, feels safe. <laughs> like, really? I'm just allowed to do whatever I want and yeah. no one can stop me? It feels incorrect. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, there are systems in place to make us sway towards certain choices. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the areas I'm allowed to fully choose, I don't know. You, can, you can really be a goblin. You can live a goblin life. I could live a goblin life. No one can stop you. Maybe I will. I feel, I really feel like a goblin. I feel like a troll. All right, Pi, I have a theory for you. Okay. Let me see what you think of this. We both have upbringings that were in some ways strict, a little authoritarian in parenting style. Would you say that's true? Uh-huh. So a feature of that style of parenting is that you are like enforcing these boundaries like from the outside. Mm-hmm. And so there is this like kind of seeking or pressure to find the freedom, the loophole, the space. And then you become an adult and you no longer have any outside boundaries. So it's almost like there's this weird momentum of like, <laughs> like 
you just, you're like, oh, wait, there's no, there's nothing, there's no one. Oh, God. Like, like when I think about like the areas of my life in which I was like very, like, like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe this, maybe that's like anti, maybe that is like the opposite of what I'm saying, though. I don't know. Like, Are I think you... there's something to what I'm saying, but also in some ways, my parents were, well, no, because I guess the ways in which my parents were permissive were really just, like, around, like, curfews. Like, I never had a curfew. Uh-huh. I mean, I was very much the one that was, like, ready to not have any of these, um, these, whatever, rules in place. And yeah, I was I'm out of here. the opposite as soon as I could. And so I think with that, sometimes then I've made worse choices. Yeah, because, yeah, you're, like, you go too far. Yeah. And you aren't being taught how to have those boundaries, how to make those choices from the inside. Right. You're just having it, like, forced on you from the outside. Yeah. So you don't, like, you don't learn how to make your own boundaries from the inside. Yes. You have to learn. Which I think I've learned some things, for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Through my experiences of just hard launching at the world. Yep, just being a human, just being out here. Mm-hmm. Wild. Well, anyways. <laughs> Another example of suffering is that this mom has to wear this 90s mom outfit. <laughs> oh, yeah. They could, have done her, they could have done her better, for sure. And it's so funny how it, like, it feels like the 90s lean, like, it feels like there's a bigger dramatic difference between the 90s and, um, like, the aughts fashion versus 80s and 90s fashion, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like the cuts and the fits of 80s and 90s still stayed pretty similar. I mean, I guess it's like I you lost so. pair of pants and, like, shoulder right. pads. I think at some point it was all just, like, moms have to be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like moms aren't, like, it's like that thing where, like, the Golden Girls in season one of the Golden Girls are canonically younger than the characters in the Sex and the City reboot, but, like, the Golden Girls look like old ladies. Yeah. Like, they weren't that old. I mean, I they just used to have, I think they used to have such a difference in, like, the juniors department and the women's department. And the women was like, here's your baggy sweaters. And yeah. the juniors were like, here's your slut clothes. Right. And like and the now, juniors wore the slut clothes. Yeah. Now I think there's more of a, a, ba- a crossover. Yeah. I think that's true. Like, I don't even, do those apart- departments still exist? Is it still like juniors and then like misses and like petite? Like, I feel like now it's just like women's and kind of all together more. It's like kids and women versus like juniors and like whatever. Yeah. I think it depends on where you go. Sure. In the Midwest, if I was to go to like Coles in the Midwest, it would probably still be juniors. Which I have to be like, I don't go to stores that have departments like that, like hardly ever. Like that's just not part of my life somehow. No, No, exactly. And well, you can't really find that super easy here either. Yeah. But it's more if I go like to the Midwest and I'm on an outing. With my sweet mother. She loves the Coles. Oh, my mom loves the Coles. And I will say, you can get some fucking deals at the Coles. You can't. Is your mom a diehard for that Coles cash? Oh, that Coles cash. 
The cold cash to be rolling in that dough. We're always going in and we're getting all this shit. Mom's like, I got cold cash. And then she's like, let me go make a payment on the cold card. It's like, it doesn't yes. seem like this is working <laughs> out somehow. It's exactly the same. <laughs> And then they get more Kohl's cash. Yeah. It's like a, it's a scheme. Oh, it's it. Of course, it is. It's such a scam, <laughs> but it keeps those moms happy. It keeps the moms happy. I got tons of cute clothes at Kohl's back in the day. Yeah, we loved Kohl's. I probably still find some cute shit at Kohl's. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you try hard enough, you can find cute shit almost anywhere. Like, yeah, I think like I'd have to hunt more. Yeah. I used to get tons of cute little, like, graphic baby tees at Kohl's. Oh, yeah. They had those baby tees in those graphics. Mm-hmm. I had this shirt. It was orange. And it said, it's been lovely, but I have to scream now. <laughs> and I wish I still had it. Yeah, that, that would go well today. Right? It's so useful. It's so useful. <laughs> like, I don't think I really understood <laughs> that shirt. As a kid, I felt like I think that shirt was, like, like quirky and, like, edgy. And now I'm like, no, that's just a mood. <laughs> I think we should get, like, a t-shirt maker and start making our own t-shirts. You know, we because we already have several, like, you know, merch shirts we want to make. And I think we could yeah. also make that shirt. I bet it's not copyrighted. No, I can't be. As you can Google that. We got to make our too hot, for your, too hot for our own goo. Mm-hmm. Shirts. And, and our, our infinite recursive octopus fans. forever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun because the infinity sign is an eight, which is how many tentacles legs the octopus has. Holy fuck, it's so deep. It's so deep. (laughs) Like the ocean they live in. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps going. It keeps going. So, um, the kids are all, like, mad. They can't celebrate Halloween. And then I, there's this part where, like, and this bothered me in the way that, like, this was this was my bridge too far. That's what this was. This was my bridge too far. There's, like, a, this giant plate, this platter of cookies. Like, it's a, a fucking lot of cookies just all, like, sitting out in the open air on a plate on the table. And it's like, are you having, like, an army over? Like, this is so many cookies for this small family. Like, do you intend, like, do you think they're all going to get eaten? I feel like they're going to go stale. They're just sitting out. And then the little girl's like, oh, I'll have a cookie. And she's like, these are for after dinner. And, like, that's such a bizarre, illogical trope. Why are they sitting out then? (laughs) Right. And why couldn't you have a, if there's a thousand cookies. I think you can have a cookie. A before dinner and an after dinner cookie. Right? I feel like that was about, like, the 90s, like, fat phobic thing of, like, oh, you you have something after dinner, but, like, we can't just be eating things that taste good whenever we want. Like, you have to eat at meal time. It's like, you're going to ruin your appetite. Like, that's so fucking, like, bizarre. Like, that you are, like, you're completely destroying your ability to eat intuitively with this, with that shit, you know? Yeah. I eat sweet shit all the time. I love a pre-dessert and a post-dessert. Same. I love a breakfast dessert. Oh, my God. I wake up and have Snickers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want a sweet first thing in the morning. Get that blood sugar going. You know? Yes. Um, today, no, yesterday, I made a cinnamon swirl mug cake. Ooh. It's really delicious. yummy. And, like, it's just a real nice little recipe. You can just make yourself one. And it's got, like, the frosting. It's so good. That sounds delicious. Yeah, I should send you the recipe. Yeah, well, mug cake. 
In, re in reality, I really need just a, a pack that I pour and I add water. Yeah. And then I put it in the microwave and then I have my mug cake. Mug cake. See, there you go. There you go. That's even easier. Because I will say it's kind of annoying. The thing about mug cakes I don't like is that you still have to get out and measure all these ingredients, which is like the tedious part. Yeah. And then instead of getting a lot that you get to eat over time, it's just this one serving. You get just a teeny tiny. Yeah. So it just feels like more effort for less payoff. Sometimes I particularly exactly. want that one mug cake because I want a cinnamon roll. Um, oh. So it's nice to have. But yeah, I'm more inclined. Like I, I always will make like, a, like two dozen like chocolate chip cookie dough balls and keep them in my freezer and just bake a couple cookies at a time. That's smart. It is smart. I have to say, I feel like it's the most adult thing that I do. Yeah. That is, you have learned your, your, uh, your boundaries. Right. It's like discipline. Whatever. It's boundaries. Like I could eat all of them right now. They're all there, but like, you know, I eat a couple. It's whatever. And, like, sometimes I eat one for breakfast or eat one, like, randomly in the middle of the day or eat one, you know, I already had another dessert. And, like, that's fine. <laughs> and, like, that shouldn't be – that shouldn't feel like a revelation, but it still kind of does. It – no, truly. I have little treats all day long. What else am I supposed to do? The horrors are endless. <laughs> the suffering. Yes. The suffering. There's only one way to stop it. And it's the last suffering. They took away our banana pudding, okay? <laughs> like, we have suffered so much. For we so far, you don't even know. They canceled the Halloween long. show. Fucking weird. Hoop, hoop, a hoopity hoop. Yeah. Um, what else happened in this anyway. movie? <laughs> oh, right. Right, I was bitching about the cookies. And then the grandma, like a school bus drives up outside, like in the in the sky. And the grandma gets out and then she has a whole conversation with her handbag because it doesn't want to come along. And like, it really reminded me of both Mary Poppins and the sword in the stone. It did. It was the sword in the stone. I forgot about that. We should do that shit for the pub. I love that movie. Hey. Um, yeah, it's a good one. I have it. Yeah, it was very Mary Poppins for sure. Like, come on, bag. But I guess the bag isn't like, like move. It doesn't move magically. It just holds things magically. Yeah. So it is a combination bag. Yeah, it's combination magic normal. Can we really quick pause because I need us to have a discussion. On how throughout the whole movie, they keep talking about how Marnie likes weird stuff. And so they are like, she really needs to celebrate Halloween because she loves weird stuff. She draws spiders stuff, in her notebook. That stuff is just like literal Halloween. It's like witches and she likes to draw ghosts. Yeah, that's not weird stuff. Why wouldn't you just say she that, likes Halloween? Right. Or she likes spooky stuff. Yeah. And even her, she's like, that's why I like weird stuff. And just this whole theme throughout where she keeps calling it weird stuff yeah and it's like that's not the right it's, word no it's not it yeah you're it's absolutely correct and you're not like she's just like a girl yeah you know it's not like she's a girl trying to dress like a witch no she's not like goth or anything like she's no. very basic and that's probably why she calls it weird stuff is she probably thinks those people are weird and then that gives us all sorts of other problems as to how you're really 
disqualified from being a witch. You're going to call it weird. Anyways, now we can talk about the grandma again, but I just really needed to get that. Yeah, no, that's important. I'm glad we discussed that. So the grandma shows up and it's like, woohoo, let's get out the Halloween decorations and do all the things. It's Halloween, you know? And the mom is, you know, obviously tension, like, oh, grandma, blah, blah, blah. Don't be giving them that stuff. And she, like, sort of acts surprised to see her. Like, she wasn't expecting her. But it's like, if she comes every Halloween, then, like, you could have a talk with your kids about, like, I don't know, like, that she has different beliefs or something. Like, it just, I can't divorce the mom being like, no, we do not celebrate Halloween from fundamentalist Christians who are like, Halloween is demonic. Mm. I can because I know she has a different reasoning but it is very like similar vibes but because I think her reasoning was that she didn't want um, Marnie to like get her witch powers and she was afraid if she went out on Halloween that she would like I don't know discover shit is what right well, yeah Isn't that's that not clear it's like what do you think because, oh, the other thing that happened with the cookie is that the youngest sister, like, manifested a cookie and it started floating toward her. And the mom had to, like, grab it and eat it so she wouldn't, like, know. So it's like, well, does this have to do with Halloween? Like, with celebrating Halloween, would that somehow, like, give them more powers? Like, they'd be more likely to have something happen? Like, that's, See, that's where like I- oh, the veil is more thin. Then, like, that's going to apply in their own home as well. And being out trick-or-treating with your friends would, if anything distract you from noticing anything like that probably but i'm sure she was like i am protecting them here but it's also so unclear as to why the mom is so against them like being a witch yeah like it is part of their heritage yeah and i feel like she just left for a boy Mm -hmm. and decided she liked it there but i don't we don't learn that like something bad happened or anything yeah, she's, it's not, there's nothing like, oh, that's a bad place, or like, they don't, I don't know what, like, let women drive. <laughs> like, there's no yeah. reason not to let them know about it and like choose that if that's what they want. Yeah, it's not, not a big deal. Yeah, and like that point is never addressed that the mom is keeping who these kids are a secret from them on purpose until they're no longer able to access it. And like, that's actually like fucked up and abusive. Yeah, and she just wants them to be normal. Mm-hmm. Why? Normal's boring. Why is she making that choice for them? Yeah. How cool would it be to be a witch? Yeah. Oh my god, if I found out that I could have been a witch and my parents purposely withheld that for me until it was too yes. late, I would never I forgive be, them. Yeah. I, I would go no contact. That is so, it's really appalling. Mm-hmm. Very appalling. Well, anyways. So, yeah, also suffering. These children, they don't even know that they're suffering. Then probably that grandma is suffering. Yeah, because she only gets to see her grandkids once a year, and she can't be honest with them about who she is. (gasps) Oh, my God. It's just like the grandma's gay. (laughs) You did it. You found it. I did it. (laughs) You got there. It's Emily's queer corner. (laughs) How can we read this story through a queer lens? I'll find it. You will do it every time. (laughs) And we have. 
I mean, the, maybe the grandma is gay. Maybe she's also gay. There's no grandpa. There's no grandpa. Doesn't seem to like any of those dudes. No. But she did like that one zombie creature. Oh, yeah. Whoever that, I don't remember what her name was. Oh, yeah. Or she was very concerned about her. Maybe in Halloween Town 2. Oh, my God. There was a Halloween Halloween Town Town 2. Oh, there's a Halloween Town 2 and Return to Halloween Town. I mean, we're clearly going to have to wheel it. It's the only way. Oh, yeah, for sure. We got Halloween Town deck the the content for ages. Oh, we also have to talk about the nerdy brother. I wrote down so many of the nerdy brothers' lines because it was like, oh my god, this kid, I can't wheel it. That's good because I wrote down other people's lines, but I'm not sure I ever wrote down any of his. Okay, so the first one I have is when he's talking about how it's a good thing they're not going trick or treating because the masks release fumes that make your arms go limp, which doesn't make any sense. What? <laughs> and then when the when the grandma comes and they're getting all the things out of the bag, he goes, This bag defies logic. <laughs> he is so into logic. I can't deal with it. Who says that? He ha- he does say some funny things. He cannot deal with any thoughts of magic. He can't do it. I also have written down like Cleveland, but I didn't write down the context, so I have no idea why he said like Cleveland. Um, I don't remember either. I think I just thought it was funny because like Robert's in Cleveland is funny. (laughs) Bless myself. So I did see an episode of the Proud Family once, and this is relevant because Something happens and the dad is really embarrassed. And so he picks up the phone and says, hello, I want a plane ticket to somewhere where no one lives and no one wants to visit. Cleveland, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) just like, holy shit. I can't believe Everyone's out to get Cleveland. Cleveland. (laughs) Everyone's out for Cleveland. Everyone is out for Cleveland. (laughs) Have you ever seen the, the, they're, they're like parodies. They're not real, but they're like Cleveland tourism videos. No. Have we? No. We will watch so. them sometime. They're so fucking funny. Okay. I can't wait. Fun times in Cleveland again. Cleveland. <laughs> Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. See the river that catches on fire. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's amazing. So yeah, Cleveland, I, I don't know. I don't I don't remember. If you remember what the fuck why Cleveland was referenced in this movie, you need to leave us a voice memo. Please. You can leave us a voice memo. You can also follow us on Instagram at WineWeedWeird, and you can slide into our DMs and let us know there what the fuck they're talking about Cleveland for. Let us know. Mm -hmm. Or else we're going to be confused forever. Yeah. In the dark. Yeah, we won't know. Mm -mm. My next note is about what so so unsurprisingly I think um pro- oh okay wait 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 I do want to mention the grandma being like I'm gonna tell the kids a story and then pulls out a book called Halloween Town and like pictures yes. the kids are in it <laughs> yes and it's like yeah like, story <laughs> she's trying to be so sneaky yeah which but you know all, I think is fair she wants those children to know and have a choice and she's trying yeah. to like you know, at least be tight, like, like kind of let the kids figure it out for themselves and like be a little bit respectful of the mom's wishes, I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's trying, but they there could have been a better. There was a better way. Yeah, I feel like I just would have been straight up like, yo, your mom's trying to hide this from you, and I think that's bullshit. Yeah, but she was trying to be respectful. I'm here. I'm clear. Um, Yeah, that's what the grandma should have said. Kids, I'm gay. Kids, I'm gay. I make a point of, like, specifically telling my nieces and nephews that I'm gay. Like, I think it is really good and important that they know. Yeah, because what if they're gay? Then they know they've got a... Exactly. They have someone they can call. Or if, like, a friend's gay and they're confused and don't know what to think about it. Because, you know, they're being raised by my family, so. Right. They gotta know. (laughs) There's one. There's one out there. But instead of saying, I'm gay, she brought out a book that said, I have two moms. (laughs) (laughs) Metaphorically speaking. (laughs) I have two moms. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what she did. (laughs) Um, so, So then she's like, all right, I gotta go. Bye. And then I forget what happens. I think the oh, doesn't Barney sneak downstairs and is like spying on them? Yes. Wait, before that, I have a grandma quote. Um, so she comes in with her magic bag, with her magic book, and she uh, pours out all of this Halloween candy on the table, and she goes, "Let's put on our bikinis and swim in it." Which I thought what? was the most bizarre thing to say. That's a about super the- bizarre thing to say. It's like so bizarre. <laughs> like what that's really <laughs> weird to say and also like in it. I, like that's just a really weird thing to say and i don't know if i feel like maybe it's slightly weirder to say it when like was the brother in the room i think they were all there all the kids it was like shortly after she got there and she's coming in yeah i feel like i remember hearing something kids. about bikini and like i didn't follow it and i didn't like i was like well i don't know what that was about but like, that's weird. It's weird. Oh my god, it is weird. Let's put on our bikinis and swim in it. It's just like it's not logical. Why are we putting on bikinis? It's cold. It's October. Not this season. Anyways, yeah, now we can season. Move on. Even though it was eight yesterday in October, that's not the point. Yeah, but but Halloween. I mean, this was in. This was in the 90s. Like, it was cold then. That's right. It was colder. All right. The world was less on fire. All right. Yeah. The world being on fire. Um, so she said that. It was super weird. And then so she leaves and Marnie sneaks downstairs and the grandma, like, turns the leftovers into a live chicken and is like, you know, Marnie needs to start her training before midnight or she won't be able to ever. And I think you're making a mistake. And ever since, you know, your husband died, like, there's nothing keeping you here, whatever. And the mom's like, no, like, I, whatever. And I want my kids to not be allowed to be witches and be who they are and whatever. And then she overhears all this. So she, like, sneaks out to, like, follow. Oh, yeah, because then grandma's also like, also, I need your help. People are acting weird and then disappearing. Uh, Something's going on, which, like. Maybe not, I don't know, like, maybe this is when you don't want the kids to go there, then, for sure, right? Like, Right. Not a great time. But, of course, somehow all of the kids end up, like, sneaking onto the bus. Yeah, well, Marnie has to go learn to be a, a witch. Yeah. And I forget what the, like, why the other ones all, like, came along, but... 
ultimately, you know, they're all related. Oh, and they're also, they're like Cromwell, which is... Oh, right, you're a Cromwell. Cromwell. I want to be a Cromwell. I know, that sounds like a cool name, right? Cromwell. Yeah. Emily Cromwell. Emily Cromwell. Right, that sounds fancy. I don't think it goes well with mine. Kai Cromwell. Kai Cromwell. Because... And a, a cousin, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could you, maybe you have like a middle name in there or something. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So they they get to Halloween Town, and then the next thing I wrote down is that like I love anthropomorphized skeletons. I love like dancing skeletons. I love skeleton Halloween decorations. I just fucking love skeletons. I think they're so cute and fun. Um, and I find the skeleton character in this movie, like, so creepy and upsetting, and I don't like him. Oh, he's so And creepy. I literally wrote down, like, how in the fuck did they make a skeleton that I hate? They did it. They found a way. They found a way. It's impressive. But he is upsetting. It's, like, his attitude, I think it's supposed to be, um, like, New Yorkish. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's so aggressive. And weird? I don't know. He's weird. And he also does turn out to be evil. So I wonder if it's like that, too, where it's like, oh, you're supposed to right. read into this and, like, feel that, like, discomfort. Here's my question. Because, so I watched this. I watched it a little bit high. To um, So there was that. And then Amanda the other day came home and was like, oh, I want to watch Halloween Town. And I was like, well, great. I could watch this again. Yeah, I'll watch and, it again. Yeah, and watching yeah, it with someone else would be fun. And I only I only made it through part of it, but um, so going back and watching because I thought the same thing, and I thought he was maybe secretly evil. And honestly, I picked up on the mayor immediately. That wasn't a shock. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I was like, something's off with him. Like okay, even like, like even when the first time you saw it. Yeah, I was like, he's the bad guy. No, um, I missed that. Especially when the grandma had said something to him and he was like, well, let's leave it for a few days while the kids are here. And I was like, that's because he's behind all of this. Mm, you're so, so smart. Look how observant. Oh, thanks. I was like, okay, the skeleton is evil and then he turns out to be evil in the end. Like, okay, obviously. And then when I went back and heard him say some of his things, because he tells them to be careful about people in the town because they're not all what they seem mm-hmm. and so i'm like well it's it is he evil or by the end did he get the evil spell happen to him mm-hmm. and so then he was like mean that makes sense because isn't that what was happening they're like getting like mean and weird and then they disappear yeah so he was in the mean yeah. and weird phase so that's my new thought, but I don't know. He could also have just been evil the whole time. That very makes sense to me, though, because there was a yeah. change in his demeanor. Yeah. So that was my um, my going back to watch again. I was like, oh, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he wasn't evil at the beginning, but he is still. Either way, he's a creep. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so they go to the grandma's house. The little girl, the youngest sister, like opens the gate with a magic spell accidentally. She turns the lock. And like, I just, okay, it's kind of a trope, right? Like turning things into frogs. And like, that poor frog's not in a pond. That's not his ecosystem. What's that poor fucking frog supposed to do? 
Yeah. They just like, abandoned him, and I didn't feel good about that. No, that's rude. But they go in, and the grandma's like, oh, cool, you're here. Uh, and time is magic, so, like, don't worry about it. We got a couple days to figure this out. Because, like, she's like, oh, you have to go back before midnight. Which, like, I don't understand why the grandma had to, like, hustle out of there then. Like, because it sounds like she would have had, like, a few more hours she could have stayed. I think it was more, like, the mom wanted her out. And so she was like, oh, I've got to go back. Mm. Is what, yeah, I think is what happened. It was pressure from the mother. Yeah. But who who can really know? Neither of us were there. No. We just witnessed it. But that makes sense, too. Yeah. So then she's just very chill about them being there. And she's like, oh, I'm going to do this magic spell. I have to make this amulet glow, and then I have to install it, and then it will, like, fix everything. Which, like, it's not clear why or, like, what that would do. No, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You don't really go into that. But it's it's their solution. It was the writer's solution. Yeah. Docs ex, um, ex machina. That's it. Sex machina. Do do ex machina. It means um, machine of the gods or something like that. And it's from like a Greek plays that there used to be like, like everything would get real bad for our heroes, and then like the gods would swoop in and fix everything. And so the device that they would use to like make the god lower down from the top of the stage was called the, um, the god machine. It's mm. something ex machina. Ex machina. Yeah. I've heard of that before, but I never really knew what it was. Yeah. And in this case, that's what this is. This is like the thing that for no apparent reason fixes everything. Interessante. Right. Okay. So we don't know why, but it's it's an ex machine. Mm-hmm. Ex machina. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like I kind of stopped paying attention a little bit for like part of this middle part. I remember them going... They meet, like, the hot kid, and there's, like, he's bad news. And they go into the movie theater, and, like, I just feel like the the thing that's happening is discovered within, like, five minutes, like, it feels like, of them being in this movie theater. Right. And I'm not, I'm like, is the movie theater closed? Like, does no one ever go in here? Because there's literally, like, the bad guy who, like, lives in the screen, and all these people are just sitting there frozen. And, like, what? No one ever goes in there and is like, holy shit, there's a bunch of people in here frozen. <laughs> I, 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 that's a good question. It felt like a place that maybe was abandoned or something. Mm-hmm. And that's why they were there. The abandoned movie theater. Yeah. Well, they had, so they, like, met that, they were going to buy the broom. And then they met that mean kid on the street. Mm-hmm. And the mean kid... He was trying to like flirt with Marnie, mm-hmm. um, and he he was like, "I'm the big cheese around here," which I forgot that used to be a term that people would say. Which like that is such a wild expression. It's so silly. I'm the big cheese around. Here. I'm the big cheese. Like, do like, you okay. want to be the big cheese? Like that's 
Good. Okay. What's that even mean? I love the cheese. big cheese. Not like the good cheese, the aged cheese, like the big yeah, cheese. The, the big cheese. The big cheese that gets rolled down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It leads people to harm. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you are? That's what you want to be. Is very bizarre. Is that the and kind so of the- cheese that you want to be? Yeah. What kind of cheese would you be? Um, you, you know, are going right. yourself as a cheese. So my what first impulse was just to say that I would be an aged Gouda because that's my favorite cheese of all so cheeses. Say, I'm an aged cheese. But I don't know if that's the cheese I would be. So aged Gouda is complex. It's caramelly. It's got these little crunchy bits of pure amino acids. It's like just as sweet as a really really savory thing could possibly be if that makes any sense um uh-huh. i guess i do feel like that that describes me somehow yeah so i think you have to announce yourself as the aged cheese yeah i'm the I aged cheese around here cheese. Well, that also makes, makes it sound like i'm the oldest which i almost am I think you're saying you're wise. <laughs> the age Lisa and Megan are older than me. I think Maya's older than me. I think Rebecca's older than me. Yeah, but that's it. okay. Oh, I think Laura's older than me. You just have... Yeah. But I'm the sure. oldest of you guys. Yeah. This is true. But I don't think it has to be, like, that you're actually aged. It's just, like, I'm wise. Yeah. I'm or fully I'm developed. My character is developed. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything. And you know what? It's developed through suffering. Through the suffering. suffering. It all comes back to the suffering. It all comes back to the suffering. Um, But, okay, after the big cheese comment, Mm -hmm. Marnie, to, like, tell him off, she said, I think he asked her out, like, uh, to go on a, go eat dinner or something. She was like, well, I was hungry, but then I smelled something stinky. Must have been the big cheese. (laughs) Holy shit! God what damn. a line. What a line. Yo, you're gonna need some neosporin for that burn, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. So funny. And they're like her delivery is so is just so catty. It's so like I'm an actor delivering this burn. Yeah. This catty so line. Funny. So funny. Um oh Oh, and then something, what they called, they called this kid, like, the wiener. I wrote down another quote, but I have to have some reference. Um, And she, like, goes with him somewhere. I think he tries to say he knows all of these, like, he has these connections. He knows some pretty important people, blah, blah, blah. And so the grandma follows him to learn about the person, like, to go to the movie theater and figure out what's going on. I think something happens there. Um, and I think the little child, they're like, where's grandma going? And she's like, grandma's going somewhere with the wiener dude. <laughs> and I thought that was cute, The too. wiener dude. The wiener dude. And then they're in the movie theater with the weird television evil man. Yeah, and he comes out of the screen and he's like, oh, I'm bad. And I really wanted that to be a green screen song with Granddaddy Wiz, but that's not what it was. I thought the same thing. I was like, this role was made for Granddaddy Wiz. Mm -hmm. He would have really elevated this movie. 
to the next level. Because what can we do? We cannot. We cannot do. So there's a part. So we learn that he is putting a magic spell on these people. So they're all like asleep. And when they wake up, they'll do whatever he says. And they're going to be his army to take over the normal people world. Right? Yeah. He's salty against the humans. And then they like try to fight him. And he manages to put his freezy spell on the grandma and the mom. And the grandma turns to the kids and like is like doing that thing where she's like freezing slowly. So she's talking like slower and slower. And she goes, What is it? Don't, don't worry, think- we'll be all right. It's just an evil spell that freezes <laughs> us. <laughs> And then kind of points in a direction. Yeah. Which I felt intentional, but upon reflection, I'm not sure it was. Right? That feels like a Chekhov's gun, right? Yeah. It seemed like she like was like, here is, I'm intentionally pointing this finger somewhere. As right. So like that should, that should like come up later. But I don't think it did. Also, a dude got yeeted into the void. <laughs> yes. During the fight. <laughs> Yes, he was in the yeet. <laughs> he was in the yeet, man. <laughs> it wasn't a very, like, intense fight scene. No, like, a lot, like, advanced in the plot, like, really, really suddenly out of nowhere. Yeah, is I feel like movies like this do that when you go back and um, watch them as an older human. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just breeze through it all. And you're like, what? This we didn't spend much time developing this story. We yeah, just like solving this problem. But maybe that's because movies used to be shorter. I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but I think the I plotting think... and the storytelling has really changed. And yeah, like this movie was interesting because it felt like like there's things I don't like about the plotting of newer movies, like the newer children's movies. Because it feels like somehow things are simultaneously, like, resolved too easily and there's too many things going on. Yeah. Yeah. But with this one, it was, like, there was very little going on and it was also resolved <laughs> pretty easily. Yeah. There was one problem. Yeah. And they solved it. <laughs> if there's a problem, Yo, you know, I'll solve it. it. Um. But I, the, so grandma and mom get frozen and then they have to go like collect things for a spell right 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 I have to get the things this was kind of a fun scene um, I think the salon one was first which was silly so they would go in and try to like distract people to get whatever they needed yeah. from all the things. which I so feel like couldn't like, you just ask yeah, probably but here we are here we are collecting. they didn't ask yeah they just didn't so here we are so it was like a hair from a, I don't know, a, I don't know who worked in the salon, a warlock or something, yeah. a tear or something from a ghost. Uh, yeah, didn't they have to like make fun of the ghost? Yeah, so he would get upset and he was like, just because um, we're see-through doesn't mean we don't have feelings for ghosts. Oh yeah, because the youngest sister was like pretending to be a ghost with a sheet over yeah. her and he was offended by the stereotypes. <laughs> he didn't like it. That's, like, kind of messed up. 
how did they know? I'm so impressed they knew. Like, they were okay, like, we're going to commit microaggressions against this ghost now. Yeah. So we can and use his suffering. Think of the Halloween town. He but, was suffering. You know, hurt people hurt people. Yeah, this is true. And so then, then they, oh, don't yeah. they, like, go to a dentist? They go, that dentist scene was so upsetting. It was so it upsetting. Of Rocky Horror. Yeah. <laughs> the, like, horny dentist people. Yeah. I didn't like it. And then, ugh, I accidentally watched it twice. Uh, and the tooth, I don't like mouth things. Yeah, tooth things really like, wake me out in a way that other yeah. things don't. Yeah, I don't do eyeballs and I don't do teeth. And the mouth. And yeah. so... Watching this tooth be pulled really upset me. And the second time, then I realized that there was like a noise that came with it. And Uh, then I was. uh And the tooth fairy is so hideous that that also upset me. Yeah, he's super creepy. I will say it was somewhat reassuring that the vampire was like, wow, that didn't hurt at all. Although you can totally see where the vampire's like real human tooth was like just blacked out where they pulled the fang out. Like it was pretty obvious. That's so funny. I have to go back just for that. Yeah, you'll see it right away. I also loved because the vampire is like, oh, I'm scared. I don't want it to hurt. And the dentist said, it won't hurt. <laughs> and the vampire says, okay. Like, no, <laughs> have a little more distrust. I think it might hurt. I think it might hurt, man. Yeah. Hurt. Having your big fang hurt. And also like, I just feel like as a vampire, wouldn't you be more upset about losing one of your fangs? Like, that's, like, iconic. That's it's part of your valuable. identity. It's, like, you you got to be able to signal that you're a vampire, man. And then how do the kids just easily are, like, Whoop, we'll take that. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Like, there's no security of any kind. No. What if they're in there stealing drugs? Like, a high-value tooth. Yeah. I would think. Terrible planning. Terrible security. Yeah. Terrible, terrible all around. Zero stars. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So the next thing I have, and you'll have to jump in if I'm if I'm skipping ahead of anything important. But they get the stuff together. They cast the spell. They get the thing to, like, light up. Or no, they go to the movie theater again and they get the thing to light up. And, I, and they're like, okay, we're sp- saving everyone. But, like, nothing happens. And they have to figure out, like, we messed up. And, like, this was one where I literally thought, like, oh, they're going to look at where the grandma's pointing. Yes. And that's going to reveal where, what needs to happen and, like, where the thing needs to go. But then instead, she's like, remember when grandma told us mortal see, mortal do? We have to put this in the jack-o'-lantern, which is, like, that's a reach, but okay. I know. Uh, very bizarre. It'd be way better if it was that the grandma was pointing at something. So she only... like goes running to put the thing in, and I forget if she gets like hit by a magic spell or whatever. But like the dust kind of clears, and we just see her like slumped over the jack o' lantern, unconscious. Oh well, that's <laughs> what the whole fuck? like the this is where the mayor reveals himself, right? As that the he's evil. bad. Because he wanted to date the mom. And, like, early in the movie, I thought that it was, like, oh, she's going to, like, get with him and have a new life here. Mm -hmm. I thought that for, like, one second. But I was, like, either there's going to be a weird rekindling or he's evil. And then I quickly was, like, nah, that bitch evil. That bitch evil. Yeah. And it turns out, yeah, he he was an incel. He was, like... Oh, you left me for a mortal man, so I want to destroy the earth now. 
Yeah. He was grumpy. Yeah. Grumpy nails. Um, and then meanwhile, the wiener dude, the big cheese, has now <laughs> turned into a soft, sweet cheese. He's kind. Um, and he turns out to be, he's like a goblin or something. And he got the mayor to turn him handsome. And then he was all having a whole thing because he was like, even though I'm beautiful, it still didn't even give me a date with you, the 13-year-old. And the troll is probably 800 years and old. And then she kisses him on the cheek and is like, oh, maybe we can hang out sometime. And I'm like, he literally turned evil. He basically joined fascists and was like, sure, I'll be a Nazi because the girls won't like me because I'm ugly. He's literally a fucking alt-right incel. And she's like, oh, that's okay. <laughs> Yeah, she has set herself up. It's so, it's so wild. Poor, poor, poor. Poor choices. And also, Um, like, he is literally like a troll. Like, he is very unattractive. He's not cute. Like, I, I would probably be nice to him with the knowledge that I was leaving. Yeah, like, I would be nice. I would would kiss him. him. No, I would say, oh, we can hang out sometimes. When I come back, never again. <laughs> I also uh, wrote down, hey, chocolate bar. Like, someone yes. someone called somebody. See? So, I also wrote that down. Because <laughs> she would sometimes say these insults that just were weird. Were insults. Um, really? I, I mean, it's a weird thing to say. It's weird. Where did it come from? But it's not Why an insult. So it's in the part where they're like battling the mayor and now she they have unfrozen mother and grandma. So we're all coming together. We're having the moment we all knew we were going to have. We're coming together to help save the town. And so, you know, they're helping each other out. And I think she says it to like distract him or pull his attention away from someone. Hey, chocolate bar. And that like, I don't know if someone called me a chocolate bar. I'd probably take it as a compliment. Yeah. I think I'm sweet and delightful. I love chocolate bars. What a treat. And so she says this, and then at some point shortly after, when they're fighting all the people, she goes, hit it, guys. She, like, tell them all to do whatever magic they're going to do. That's a, that's great. Hit it, guys. Hit it, guys. Or I just don't think that is the point where you use that those words. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's what Hit It Guys was ever made for. That's, like, for music. Yeah, I don't think it's for... Yeah, like, because it's not, like, something you say in a fight. Like, no. Hit It Guys? Like you, could. Like, you could say Hit It Guys. Yeah. Talking about, because yeah. you're going to go hit it. Totally. But, <laughs> but that's not what she meant, you know? No. If it was a fist fight, yeah, this is a magic fight. Yeah, so that didn't make any sense either. So silly. Um, and then we find out, so this whole time, the, like, girls are witches. And the boy, the little nerdy boy child, is ha- just human. He's just regular. Right, he's like, I'm normal. I'm like, and you so guys. He, yeah, he rejects all the magic possibilities. Yeah. And then turns out he's a warlock. Ba-dum-bum, he's got magic powers. Yeah, he's got him too. He's buried him deeper. Mm-hmm. So they all have to come together fight the mayor yeah they all have to come together they all fight the mayor because it's all the cromwell witches and a- they beat him and that's it <laughs> oh no that's not really it 
because then it's like there's sort of this thing of like, well, now what's going to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, well, I'm going to train Marnie to be a witch and you should come live with us. Yeah, the mortal realm. Can the mom, is the mom qualified? She hasn't been a witch in ages. Right, that's a good question. But and also, she came like, back. If, it was always a possibility, like, would she just not let the grandma be around the kids before? Like, because it seems like if the grandma came to live in the mortal realm, then, like, I don't know, I guess, because I guess I'm sort of assuming in that is clearly not the case if they can train Marnie there. But, like, it just seems like if you're in the mortal realm, then would you have access to your powers? I think so. I think that's not the problem. But, see, it is confusing. I thought that was a bizarre compromise. Because it does seem like the grandma can only travel on Halloween. Yeah. So she's and- only going to be able to go back and visit her friends and stuff that one day. Although, I guess because time goes slower there, if that's consistent, then, like, she does have, she said, like, oh, it could be a few days, it could be a few weeks. But, like, do you know? Can you sense what time it is there? Or is it like, whoops, too late, fucked up? I don't know. So many questions. Maybe they'll tell us in Halloween Town, too. Maybe. We'll have to watch it next year. Yeah. Yeah, I have questions. I just didn't think that was the best solution. No, it seems weird. Grandma, but... It seems weird. Okay. Maybe that's what the grandma has wanted for years. Yeah, like, I want to be close to my children and grandchildren. Like, I don't really, like, have people who are important to me in Halloween Town. Yeah. But it seems like Halloween Town is very important for her because she's a Cromwell. Yeah, right? Bizarre. Yeah, it's all very weird. It doesn't really make sense. Um, But it was fun to watch. Would watch again. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would watch it more times if there was a granddaddy was green screen oh always they should remake it and put that in for our request well any other notes anything we missed were there any of the child's quotes that we forgot I think I got to all mine okay same. Oh, it's time for a Capitan Snuggle. Snuggle time. Well, anything left to say? I don't think so. I think we got all of it, man. I think we did it. I, we crushed it. We crushed Halloween Town. We've crushed suffering. We hit it. We hit it, guys. We did it. Um, so, yeah, if you're a chocolate bar. If you're a chocolate bar. You should leave us a voice memo. And you should also go rate us and you should leave us chocolate bar emojis. Yeah, you can tell us what kind of cheese you'd be. Yeah. What kind of adjective cheese. Yeah, tell us what kind of cheese you'd be in your voice memos. Leave us chocolate bar emojis in your reviews. Um. Rate and subscribe. Steal your friends' phones. Rate and subscribe everywhere you listen. Uh, tell the, tell your friends about the pod, man. Come on. You got to do that word of mouth buzz thing. Listen, we have some very fucking rad episodes coming up. We are doing going to be doing some cool fucking shit 
in spooky season and beyond. So, like, now is a great time. Tune in. Tune in. Tune her in. Homies. Homies. Um, and until next time, I've been Emily. I've been Kai. I've been a little drunk. I've been a little high. And this was a weird, weird season.